Welcome back to Glow Up Syndrome. This is episode seven, three episodes from our podcast launch season finish line, which means as we move along through this first season, things are just going to get way juicier. So with that, the topic for today, as you already know, is living your best single life. I thought that this would be an appropriate time to talk about this topic because we are literally in the throes of summer and everyone is traveling and I know a lot of us have experiences being on vacation either alone or with family and just watching all the cute happy couples on their morning stroll on the beach kind of thing. Like the FOMO is so real in terms of dating someone. <laughs> I think those are the moments when I get the strongest urge to like just get on Tinder, get a boyfriend, I don't know, something like that. But anyway, all I'm saying is we all want a travel buddy who you know makes you happy, who you know you get along with, who gets you, who will affirm you of how you look in your swimsuit and shit. And obviously like the romance and stuff that movies and books have, what's the word, like romanticized. Basically the perfect image we all have in our heads of a summer fling or a summer romance that's totally normal for girls especially i think but i'm here today to tell you that you don't have to feel like you're missing out on experiences and cute memories all the time think about it do you actually want to base your happiness on another person or have you just been socialized to think that way through the media I myself have been in so many relationships before and I was always kind of dependent on them to bring me that happiness that I felt like I missed in my own life, that happiness that I didn't believe I could give myself. And it really, truly sucks when they leave and you feel like you're gasping for air. Hands down, one of the worst feelings in the world. So let's not tell ourselves that being in a relationship is the goal. Let's not tell ourselves that being in a relationship is picture perfect either. Obviously, all couples also have their problems, just like you have your problems when you're single. In fact, something that they say is that like your problems actually double when you're in a couple because you take on each other's problems. It's just that you have a partner in crime kind of to solve them with. But yeah, one thing I've learned is that actually when you're in a couple, you kind of also just start to miss being a single obviously this isn't true for every single relationship but in a lot of them you do have your moments where you're like damn it would be nice to be single and free right now you know so yeah it's that thing of always wanting what other people have so just appreciate what's in front of you practice gratefulness people always say that everything depends on your perspective i know that that quote can be kind of annoying I will add as a side note that line feels so forced for me like it's something I grew up hearing from my parents and obviously that made me not want to listen but like when the concept of romanticizing stuff came in the media it just seemed so good anyway I don't know what that is but yeah somehow I just want to do it all the time now like I kind of get what my parents were saying now that I'm more grown up but I refuse to acknowledge <laughs> that they said it first anyway okay that's a tangent so getting into it now Today, we're going to focus on a list I've made of all of the things you can do to romanticize being a single girly. I feel like I really know what I'm talking about because I've gone on this journey myself and have tried and tested each of these tips. I'm also plugging this in here, sorry, but I'm working in a romance lab. This is too good to not mention, but 
I'm working in a romance psychology lab right now, so maybe I have some like special insights. Okay, no. Actually, I am just like all of you guys, and I've learned these things best from experience, but I kind of just like to plug in that little note once in a while because I think it's kind of cool. But anyway, I have 10 items on this list, and I really want to get into each one. So sit tight. I hope you all have a nice iced matcha or coffee with you. I have like a cup, a big cup of detox water in my Stanley right now. I hope you have a nice view, a comfortable place to sit and chill. Just pretend I'm like sitting right beside you having a besties chat about boys, honestly. Okay, first item on the list. Being single means that you get to spend good time with your friends. I just love romanticizing stuff. Like friendships are a hundred times more superior than romantic relationships. I'm sorry, but that's the truth. You're meant to enjoy your summer vacation and not compare your trip to that of what looks like happy couples. What happened to romanticizing that girl's trip to the beach with your besties? What happened to all getting matching tattoos and like seashell anklets? What happened to the Insta photos you'll get after the trip so you can look back on the good memories together for a lifetime to come? Somehow, that stuff all just slips away from mind when you start comparing. But yeah, we're here to talk about how to get that beautiful feeling back. So here's my suggestion. Think about how good it would feel for your life to be perfectly on track. You're so excited for the nights you'll have, just belly laughing with your besties. You're downing cocktail after cocktail, just walking around tipsy with no care in the world. You're painting each other's nails, gossiping about the stupidest shit. Like, would you really want to do that with your significant other or with your bestest girlfriends? I know what my answer is. I have painted a significant other's nails before. It is not the same kind of experience. Trust me. You want to be doing this with your girls. As much as it sucks to categorize activities according to gender, you all know what I'm talking about. It just hits different chilling with the girls over like making out with a boy or something next number two wake up early just think about how good it would feel to be productive to be up early enough to watch the sunset to go through your morning routine and have lots of time left in the day to do whatever you want get all your work done early on and just focus on you nothing's holding you back now from spoiling yourself number three Narrowing down on to my last tip, take yourself out on a date. As in, don't just go out alone and be like, okay, this is awkward. When will it be over? I want to go home now. I mean, fully commit to it. Like, who gives a fuck about the people who might judge? They're just miserable in their own lives. At least you're being proactive about your happiness. Some date ideas I have include getting your favorite smoothie bowl or poke bowl, taking yourself book shopping, clothes shopping, or if you don't want to spend, just paint something nice on a piece of paper, write a poem, heck, write a novel, unleash your inner creative side, fall in love with the deepest parts of yourself that you've been pushing down since childhood. By taking yourself out on a date, you are bound to slowly fall in love with every last bit of yourself, even the parts that are harder to love. Just think about like a movie elevator scene. Instead of being stuck with a boy 
like you know that typical romantic scenario where you're forced to get to know each other you're doing that with yourself just think about like how great would it feel if you have that that kick-ass relationship with yourself okay number four get yourself some coffee or matcha like just anything that will get you up and going during a slump in the day it doesn't even have to have caffeine they're just those moments when your whole life feels like it's in the shits but honestly you're probably just needing a sugar or caffeine boost or like some water and ice trust me the amount of times that i've been feeling like my day is going downhill then i get myself that drink and suddenly the world is good and great and awesome again man that feeling is irreplaceable as well number five if you're looking for some adrenaline boost work out who needs love hormones when you can easily get endorphins from working out again trust me you'll feel great after research actually shows that these endorphins can reduce your feelings of pain and boost your mood so make out session who reckless night drive who Literally, I've noticed that being in a relationship makes me so lazy and I forget to keep up with my own physical health and overall physique. So in a sense, count yourself kind of lucky to be single and have the time to focus on yourself. You really do have more time to just think of the things that would make you feel better. I'm just going to say that over and over and over again throughout this episode. Number six, you all knew this was coming. Buy yourself some flowers. You deserve them. They will brighten up your life. A good mood is a good life. Enough said. Now, here, picture walking down your favorite street with your ice drink and a bouquet of flowers in your hand. I can't even explain how immaculate the vibes would be in this scenario. I live for the vibes. I live for the plot. I'm a simple girly and I really don't need more in life to be happy, guys. Also, research literally also shows again that buying yourself flowers decreases anxiety levels so why not right like we're in an age where we can spend hundreds or thousands of dollars on anti-anxiety treatments because of the way society has developed to be so overstimulating so overwhelming why can't we spend a couple dollars on ourselves every once in a while just because you don't see concrete results as you would like with exercise or something that doesn't mean that it's not worth it You can have concrete changes in happiness just by doing this tiny action, but you don't need to see it. You're going to feel it eventually, and it might not be right away, but trust me, it's coming. Another reason to do this, if you can splurge on this for a significant other, all the more you should be willing and excited to do it for yourself, right? Okay, next, number seven, make your own well-being a passion project. Now, This is different from taking yourself out on a date because this means something more habitual and long-term. Taking yourself out on a date every single day isn't necessarily sustainable, but in the filler time, you can find other ways to boost your positive outcomes in life. Make it a project, make it a mission. So here I'm saying, build routines that fulfill you. Invest in relationships that deserve you. Eat food that strengthens you. Commit to making every decision with your own happiness and well-being in mind. When you are happy in your own skin, with your own body, and fall in love with your routine, you are unstoppable. You won't feel like you need a boy to protect you and boost your mood and shit. You can do that for yourself. 
Now, I'm not saying that romantic relationships are all bad. I'm just saying that they should be an add-on to your life, not a necessity. You shouldn't use relationships to fill a hole in your chest because that's never going to end well. They'll leave and you'll be feeling empty with that same hole in your chest you started out with in the first place. Trust in yourself. You are your biggest friend, your biggest lover, your biggest supporter. You never want to be left feeling like you need another person as your like medicine. It's kind of like actually going to a doctor for the tiniest shit. Like, I don't know, I just came from the beach, so I have like a mosquito bite. It's like going to the doctor for those kinds of things. And like, you're gonna end up going every day and it would just drag your whole life down. Honestly, I'm just gonna keep saying this again and again. Being dependent on other people is not what you want to be. With that, number eight, pick up a hobby. As much as you need to make time to work on yourself, it's never ideal either to sit at home, bored, doing nothing, or to sit there sulking because you feel like unfulfilled at work or in other areas of your life. Just use that time wisely. Again, it doesn't have to be a huge, huge investment of your time if you are in fact extremely busy. Even five minutes spent meditating every morning will make a huge difference to the peace you feel during the day. Personally, this summer, I like to spend my free time podcasting, which you now all well know. I also want to get into being healthy as a hobby, as in filling up my time with working out, trying new healthy recipes, going to bed with a nice book, going on long walks with a podcast in my ear. Oh, also... I also really, really enjoy doing yoga once or twice a week. And during the school year, I typically spend about six hours a week on acapella. At least that's how it was last year. And with regards to acapella, I actually really like made this a point because I knew it would make me happier. I like moved to Cornell last year for an exchange year. And the first thing that I did when I got there was think about a singing group that I could join because I knew that having that community, having that hobby would make me a million times lighter and happier and it it really did like i think i would have been miserable without that i really like set aside the goal to find that hobby and group that i knew would make me feel that way so okay going back to the list number nine perhaps most crucial to me is to use your single moments to find yourself as cliche as it is experiment with different types of partners as in Find what traits you like, what personalities make you the happiest. Also, take the time to reflect on your past relationship or relationships. As bad or good as they were, there's always something to be learned from them. I've always liked to think that you meet everyone in your life for a reason. One person might be meant to stay and the others were meant to go for a reason. They were brought into your life in the first place to teach you something about yourself or about the world around you. Personally, I've been in so many relationships time and time again and I don't know, I keep finding myself in them and I keep wondering, like I've thought about this for countless hours at night, but I always wonder like why find this person in the first place when it's gonna end and really after all this time. The biggest thing I've learned is that if I zoom in on each relationship I've had, each ex of mine kind of taught me a new lesson and I would be such a different person today without those experiences. 
But I will say, I don't know why I keep finding myself in relationships again and again. So I'm also making it my mission along with you guys right now to embrace being single, to stop accidentally, I don't know, finding myself like depending on other people. This isn't me like preaching to you and saying that like I have it all figured out. This episode is partly for myself. I am also trying to figure all of it out, but these are things that I know have worked for me and have worked for people I know. So stick along, follow me on this journey, and I want to hear your guys' stories too. Now, getting to our last number, number 10, get rid of that box that you put your future partner in. Not to be pessimistic, but put it in your head that there is no perfect person out there. Every single person is flawed. There could, of course, be someone meant for you, but they may not be exactly how you imagined. So you don't want to have this image of someone beforehand and then push away Mr. Right when he was there all along. Make things easier for future you. Keep an open mind. You never know who you're going to meet and what personality will actually suit you best down the line. Okay, As we approach the end of this episode, there is one more thing I want to talk about, and that is that I want to emphasize why we should not be dependent on others. This is so important. This is so crucial. Many of us do it without realizing, so I'm going to tell you a quick story. One of my exes, I was not just in love. I don't think I was probably like devoted. I felt this connection so deep. I thought it was love, and he just left me in this kind of rut and I couldn't get out of it. Every time he would leave, every time he would do something that upset me, I was so disappointed until the minute he came back and made things better. And hands down, like a couple months of my life, I was on that roller coaster of like being helpless in my emotions. Like I could not control what emotion I would feel next. It was so dependent on the happiness, I guess, that he would give me and I never want to be in that place again so learn from me I hope you don't learn the hard way I really appreciate being single now and having full control over like if I want to feel happy I have control over that you know like if I want to wake up in a good mood I'll wake up and do things that put me in a good mood I'm not going to base my happiness sitting there and waiting for someone to make me happy or to redeem themselves anyway Yeah, don't take your single era for granted, guys. I know it's tough out there. I know it can get lonely, but just think of it as building a better you for the future relationship you will have. It's not that it will never get there. You just can't see the results yet. You're getting there slowly. Trust me. Now that's it for today, guys. Before I officially cap it off, I just want to do a quick catch up. I was actually at the beach with my friend Lauren, which, you know, that inspired this episode because I was at the beach with a friend and it was, again, immaculate. Literally, we were so hassled, though. This was such an interesting adventure because as soon as we got there, it rained so hard. And obviously, it wasn't the beach trip we imagined. I'm not sure if you guys saw my reels. I tried to keep it to the nicer parts of the trip, but obviously, the weather is not perfect summer weather in all of them it's actually rainy tropical season here in the philippines like summer happened all the way back in march april but then yeah anyway the day before we were booked to leave to go back home our flight got canceled so we had to go cancel our plans for that morning itself and book an alternative flight which was super stressful and tiring 
to have to stand in line for so long and negotiate and not really know what was happening all the while. My friend who was with us, Lauren, had an international flight and so did my dad. And it was just this whole chaos of, okay, we have to make it back. We're going to find a way. And so we did, but not without our problems. We had to trek back home through a long ass sketchy van ride and shit like (laughs) my family called this driver like fast and furious it was kind of funny actually but he drove so horribly it was kind of scary actually we thought we were gonna get into an accident at some point five hours in the van to the next airport all of us felt like throwing up because the driving again was horrible and we literally just spent all day like running around trying to get home it was not pleasant to say the least and now i'm home super tired I also just ironically found out that our flight was cancelled because one of the ones prior had engine troubles and they literally had to do an emergency landing. So I'm glad it wasn't us. That was scary. But also, we were just so tired, man. Like, I came home with bites everywhere. Like, I'm pretty sure I had bed bugs, so I had to put all my laundry away to be thoroughly washed and shit. Anyway, vacation ruined in so many ways. That was, I think, more exhausting than refreshing. But I'm just so, so glad to be back in my own bed. I'm happy I get to speak with you guys about all my adventures. I think this is the most fun part for me, is being able to tell a story at the end of this. I'm truly living for the plot right now. Now, I'm going to pull the plug on this episode. I love you all for listening and always sending me the cutest feedback through Insta DMs. It always makes my day. I'm not exaggerating. Whenever I get your sweet messages, I like just beam with happiness. Don't forget to rate the pod on your respective streaming platform. It would help a million if you guys do that. And as usual, the pod Insta for you new listeners is at glowupsyndrome. And my personal Insta is at underscore Michaela Dizon if you want to give the accounts a follow to stay connected and engaged. I love you all to death. I don't know what I would do at this point without such a supportive community backing me up all the time. I can't wait to see you all next week. I have a surprise coming for you. So stay tuned. Bye.